Rod. I went to Arizona State. Rod. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils from Arizona Sports with Jesse Morrison, Jeremy Schnell, and Jake Anderson. Hello and welcome into another edition of State of the Sun Devils alongside Jesse Morrison. I'm Jeremy Schnell. Holy moly! Arizona State pulled off the upset and is moving on! We're, we look like idiots, Jeremy. Well, why, Jesse? Because... Tell everyone why. I mostly look like an idiot. You had kind of a good take last night that doesn't really carry over uh, to being a bad take today. But I said that ASU should not shoot threes at all today for the most part. They should take like 8 to 10 in the game. They took... What is this? 32 threes. And they were 14 of 32, which is 43.8%. That is uh, more than their field goal percentage on the day, which was 39%. So, yes, do not listen to what I have to say, ASU, because obviously I was wrong. You were wrong, but happily, right? Like, yeah, I, for sure. I mean, like this this team played well. Uh Except for Frankie Collins, which which is fine. If he's not playing well and the rest of the team is shooting the lights out, I'm good with that. They won. We've waited too long, and we've only been doing this for a minute so far, but we've waited too long without talking about Des Cameron Jr. 27 oh. points, career high. Career high. Oh, seven rebounds. He was 6 of 12 from 3, 10 of 21 from the field. He had himself a game this was, I know he hit such a great shot against U of A a couple weeks ago. It was a miracle. We called it the miracle at McHale. You can call it the McHale Mary, whatever you want to say it was. But this was his game. This was the best game he has played as a Sun Devil when they needed it the most. And as of now, as Dave Pash mentioned on the broadcast, this mo- this performance by ASU and specifically what Des Cambridge did in this game that helped ASU win has ASU as one of the last four teams into the NCAA tournament. So tomorrow... Where does that put them, Jesse? In <laughs> their second hometown. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. We love ourselves Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. So, uh, but again, just unbelievable from Dez. It's just, it, it, you know, a lot of this game was a, a lot of what we had, have seen from ASU this year where it's like, no, 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 yes, 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 yes. Six so, for 12 from three. ASU yeah. shot 43% from three. Yeah. Night and day from what we saw yesterday in the past uh, three games before that. Yeah. Um, or, I guess, two games before that. Yeah. Including yesterday. Well, Oregon State, game. yeah. Yeah. So um, Oregon State, they didn't play well. Correct. They just won. Uh, shot 39% from the field overall. Um, DJ Horn had 16 points. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but he went to the line 10 times, made eight of them. Eight of them, yeah. And that was huge because as a whole, the team itself did not shoot well from the free throw line, 61% from the free throw line for the team. But DJ, you know, he, he, when he needed to, came in and made those free throws, which was huge. But again, like I said, it's one of those games from ASU where, you know, you didn't necessarily love the shot selection, but they went in and it, you know it. It was really fun to watch. It was it was not like yesterday where you were like not having fun watching the game. This was a fun game to watch, Jeremy. I had a great time watching this game uh, with you and uh, some of our friends at at a bar. 
in My Phoenix. Goodness, <laughs> how how long did that take the, to get the check the second time? Because they like, got the like check thirty minutes. Okay, <laughs> so they got the check wrong the first time, right? Yeah, then, they got those checks wrong the second time. Well, but, yeah, but we were just like but done with it. Thirty minutes after that, yeah, we just left dude them. was just holding the waiter was just holding. Our checks for like thirty minutes. Yeah, our checks in his hands, talking to somebody else and while we were. I got a three dollar bill, and I had food too. That you got that, that was your total at the end. Yeah, three dollars. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I had to Venmo our friend or hand some cash to him. But anyway. wild, wild. ASU only uh, forced fourteen turnovers today. Which is good. Their defense was all over the place. Shout out to USC because there was a defensive possession where ASU was swinging the ball. We were talking about how it looked like a Spurs offense where they were just kept swinging the ball. And yeah. USC's defense was able to hold tough. And it wasn't for lack of trying throughout the whole game because USC was right in ASU's faces. It, the shots were just falling today. Yeah, and I do want to point out that like while it was a lot of no, 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 yes, 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 yes. A lot of the shots that they took were better than we've seen. Would and you agree? Came within some of the flow of an offense. Yes, yes, I would agree. And I that was that was brought to attention mostly by Devil's Digest on Twitter to me. I I think that what we have to see uh, tonight now against uh, against Arizona is which a whole other animal we're about to talk about. We need to see more. Tonight. Yeah, that's right. We need to see more of the pick and roll with the bigs and for them to get involved. Yeah. That, those shots aren't going to continue to fall. Um, I, I, obviously, Warren Washington didn't have his best game of the year. Didn't love the rotations tonight. Um, I thought that Duke should have played a lot more. Um, Gaffney, I'm still just not that high on as a player. Um, and he played the most minutes off the bench. I like Neil as their sixth man. That's just my opinion. And then Washington, yeah, he was 0 for 4 from the field, but he did have a team-high 8 rebounds. He was good on defense. Yeah, it was good on defense. Um, um, not a he lot had two of, blocks. Not a lot of second-chance uh, efforts. Uh, only 8 offensive boards for uh, USC. Yeah, so I just, you know, I think that I, I would like to see him play more in the 35 range and the 28 range. He wasn't in foul trouble you know, I'd like to see Gaffney play in more of the ten fifteen range. That's just my opinion. But you know, they do they did want to make sure they were rested. They're trying to play four games in four days, so I do understand this a little bit. Tomorrow or today, I guess, uh I think you you now don't care about resting your players. Like oh, you've got you've got to win. You gotta win because I don't really think now with Lenardi having them as last four in, a win against U of A solidifies their their tournament hopes and, and they could get a first round and they could get yeah a buy into yeah maybe if they beat them so tomorrow i mean today is the game to win if they get blown out on saturday that's honestly fine the defense has to play exactly how they played tonight because balo was sensational uh, against uh stanford uh, uh tonight in the in their victory he had 24 points um if they're going to be able to make it into that Pac-12 tournament final, they're going to need to stop the two-headed monster of Balo and Tubelis. Um, and I know you're not too high on Gaffney, but he's going to have to play a lot of minutes. Today. I think it's ten to fifteen. Like he needs to. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think I don't think he does. It, like roll with the starters. Roll with the starters. 
Right, but then it's the problem. And Jemiah. Roll the, the starters and Jemiah. It's the problem that they ran into in the regular season against U of A. Devin Cambridge and Warren Washington get into foul trouble, and then you got to dip into the bench a little bit. Well, And what, you can't play small ball against this team. Let's hope they do not get in foul trouble. Try to not get in foul trouble. Keep the hands up. The ref, Credit to the refs today. Let them play. Let them play, for sure. There were, honestly, there were... But there were forty five foul calls, but it just didn't seem like it. But like <laughs> it, it, there were there were so many like ticky tack fouls yeah. that could have been called, like backcourt. Yeah, for sure. Um, they there could have been more fouls called. Like, there was a lot of fouls called, but there could have been more. Like on rebounding fouls. Like they weren't called as much yeah. as I thought they could have been. Over the back was called a couple times. Um reach in fouls. I remember toward the end of the first half at, uh when uh Desmond Cambridge was guarding uh I think it was Ellis at the top of the key, and he just a little overextended too much. They were they called that, but that wasn't called really the rest of the game. They really just let the players play, like hand check and stuff like that. Another thing I wanted to point out from this game uh, against USC is that ASU really held Drew Peterson yes. to not his best game. 2 of 12 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. 2 of 5 from 3 is pretty good, but 0 for 7 from two point range, just nine points. That is not that is uncharacteristic for him. Two games in a row, he's been poor against ASU. Yeah, and and another he thing, he had nine points against ASU in the last game, and he was three of ten. Another thing that, that I noticed well. is that they really weren't like trying to launch threes over his outstretched arms. Like that was not something that I Somehow saw. Somehow they got him out of the switches. I think. Yeah. Like, so they, they got the right matchups, and they were able to shoot over the other smaller guys. Yeah. So um, um, I'm just. I'm that that to me was a key to stop him because I I think I mean USC might have more talented players but I think he's kind of the key that he's a fifth year senior who's played like 30 games started 30 games like every year of his college career yeah so he's somebody to me that is kind of the key to this USC team and the way they stopped him tonight it was huge uh, to in this game we got a uh, preview this uh, U of A game, uh, territorial cup, uh, uh, three number thir- three, yeah, third time that they're playing each other this season. U of A, a close matchup between them and Stanford, but pulled away in the end, won by eleven today, mm-hmm. yesterday. Now, um, again, I, I'll, I'll mention Ballo had twenty four points, only six rebounds, but that's because Tubelas had eight rebounds, so they kind of share the bulk of that along with Larson, who comes off the bench. He, he had seven. So, I mean, if you're going to win this game, you're going to have to out-rebound U of A, not let them get the offensive boards with the two-headed monster that they have with Ballo and Tubelas, but also... Or at least not, not out-rebound, I don't think, but like it needs to be like a 38-34. 38-35. It's got to be close. They've got to get they've got to be competitive in the rebounding margin. You cannot you you cannot go stretches without scoring t- today against U of A. Yeah. You can't you can't do the 4-minute stretch without Mm-mm. scoring. Um I think toward the end of the game besides that Desmond Cambridge Jr. dunk, they had just one field goal in the last 4 minutes of the game. Uh, that that just can't happen against U of A. They'll take advantage yeah, of that for sure. Um, Kirk Carissa only one point. His one point was a left-handed free throw. I don't know if you saw that. No. Yeah. 
did not see that. What do you think about that? He's annoying. <laughs> Remember when he stomped on the court? I don't like that guy. <laughs> so he's obvious. one of those. He's one of those college basketball players that you're just like. He probably won't do anything at the next level, and he's just annoying for now. So, do you think we'll we'll get out of here on this? Number one, we'll, we'll get your predictions in a second. Do you think that the last thing to happen in this rivalry was that amazing, historic Desmond Cambridge Jr. game winner, half-court shot on the road in Tucson? Do you think that emotionally plays a factor yes. for some of these Arizona seniors? Yes. That was their last senior night. Yes, I think that they last will. I think that they will come out on fire and it's up to ASU to adjust to that. Absolutely. I think I, I, they're going to have a mass, massive chip on their shoulder. It's a rivalry game up to ASU to combat that. And I think that, like I said the other day in our preview podcast for the PAC 12 tournament, I think they're in now. I think they just cannot get killed tomorrow or today. Yes. I agree. I think they're in. I think so. <laughs> I don't. I. We'll have to. We'll have to see. React together yeah. on Sunday. Hopefully, if yeah. they win on Saturday, that won't matter. But yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves. First, we got the U of A game. We were both wrong about this USC game, Jesse. We both thought they were going to get killed today. And credit to you. You came out here. You said you were wrong. I'm not going to say I was wrong. Um, because I'm I'm never wrong. Um, no, uh, what? I wish I had a button to turn you off. <laughs> um, what is your gut telling you about this game? Gut says close loss for ASU, just because of the way the last game ended. But a part of me does think that this might be like ASU's team of destiny run. Oh, no, don't say that to the Pac-12 championship. But but. But I think that ASU loses close tomorrow. It's going to be like 73-71. So they got the Desmond Cambridge Jr. game against USC, right? Who's that guy to step up? Who's going to be the guy to step up? That's what, no, that, like, that's what I'm thinking in my head, right? Someone's got to be that person to step up in this game. It's got to be Frankie. Right. It's got to be, be Frankie. It's got to be Frankie or it's got to be DJ Horn. DJ, D- DJ kind of stepped up as well but tonight. He, three for 12. Right? Yeah, but the free throws. Um, right. It's going to, Frankie Collins, it's going to be the Frankie game. It's my opinion. Just because he's been kind of okay. Warren. I think it's Warren's game. <sighs> I think it's Warren's it's game. It's going to be hard for Warren to stay out of foul trouble. It's his game to lose. Maybe it's the Duke Brennan game. <laughs> We'd love to see that. We're Duke Brennan truthers on this podcast. Exactly. Um, so uh, I, I don't know what Jake would say. He'd probably say ASU is going to lose. I'm going to say ASU is going to lose. Like they're going to keep it close most of the game. Um, U of A was going to make a run in the second half and go up by 15. ASU will make it close and it'll be like a nine point victory for U of A, I think. Think Kellen would come on with us tomorrow? Uh, doubtful. He likes to stay up late. Well, I'm going to ask him. We'll, we'll have him call in if so. Uh, why can't he come in? We'll keep that. Uh, we'll. Uh, <laughs> I'm producing on the air. Here's here's what we'll do. We'll, uh, we'll uh, not promise something 
and and uh, so that way we don't underperform in our promises. Okay? Sound good, Jesse? All right. That's going to do it for this edition of State of the Sun Devils. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at AZ Sports Devils. You can read Wills's game recap on AZ Sport or ArizonaSports.com. For Jesse Morrison, I'm Jeremy Schnell. Hopefully talk to you tomorrow after an ASU victory against the Wildcats.